Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this Tuesday morning. And um, as Brad and I were just talking, Lord, that um, that your spirit would be um, helping us uh, discern and guide um, Brad in the conversation and, and listeners, people listening live or listening later that, um, you know, anxiety is such a, um, it's a, such a lightning rod topic um, right now. And just help us to have your wisdom, uh, whether you know, listeners are struggling with anxiety, or we all uh, know somebody that's struggling with it. Um, just help us help us uh, get to know you better through this process, and uh, love uh, you better, Lord, and love each other um, better and healthier ways, God. So we just love you. Thank you for Brad and his vulnerability, and um, thank you in advance for um, how you're going to work through him and uh, encourage us today and equip us. We love you. Amen. Brad Ewing, good morning. Good morning. Um, I was, uh, I had breakfast or I had lunch with Jerry uh, a little while ago and was sharing kind of what was going on in my life. And he said, why don't you share that? <laughs> and <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't sure I wanted to, but, um, but here I am. So uh, <laughs> Thank hopefully you. it'll be helpful. Sure. Sure. Um, but I was, I was having breakfast actually with some friends of mine about a month ago. And, uh, these are some three other architect friends that uh, are believers. And, uh, we try to get together once a month, but we had kind of been doing zoom for a while and a little hit or miss. And so it was the first time getting together, uh, in person. And it was kind of in the midst of, we were having breakfast outside with the cicadas. So that was kind of fun and interesting, but, yeah. um, but, uh, one of the guys just said, Hey, how's everybody doing scale of one to 10? How are you doing? And I said, not great. I don't know. Pretty low, pretty low on the scale. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm actually just kind of in a season where I'm just feeling very anxious and fearful. Mm. Um, just about, my circumstances and you know it can be work it could be family it could be uh any you know money it could be any number of things that really just get me anxious and part of it is my personality type just if you've ever done the enneagram i'm a i'm a six on the enneagram which means i'm a loyalist but uh which is a great thing can be um but one of the things one of the attributes tends to be kind of worst case scenario thinking. So um, so that's not always the greatest when you're always imagining the worst thing that could happen. Yes. Um, but uh, it, so some of it was that, um, but I'm not sure. I mean, the other piece of it, my, I lost my dad 25 years ago. And before that, nothing really bad had ever happened to me. And then it was kind of felt like almost the worst thing that could happen to you. And I went from thinking nothing bad would ever happen to realizing that anything bad can happen, even if you love God. And I was sort of, I would, I would end the sentence like, yeah, anything bad can ever happen. And it probably will. Um, which is not accurate either, but, um, it's taken me, I mean, obviously I'm still on a journey. That's what I realized that breakfast is, um, this feeling of anxiety and fearfulness is really a lifelong pattern of my adulthood, yeah. but I didn't actually 
know it. Um, hmm. So I, I operate, you know, I, I operate normally, I guess, if, if there is such a thing. I go to work and I play with my kids and date my wife and but kind of lurking underneath um not all the time but i would just say as a pattern you know kind of cyclical i just have this nagging fear and anxiety about things that are going on Mm -hmm. um and what i also realized though is that i i say like the thing is not the thing so i i could be right now i could be anxious about two projects and paying for college and, you know, I don't know. And whether my kids are following the Lord, um, but I might get, or it might be just one of those things that's really bother me, but I might, you know, God tends to work things out, right? <laughs> he yeah. tends to, he, he kind of knows, he knows what he's doing. So he tends to work things out, but, um, and so then I get this relief this relief and this exhale mm-hmm. and then but it might be six days or six weeks or six months but then i'm kind of back there again where um it can be a little paralyzing so the nagging question has been for me well well let, let me just finish the, the one yeah. of the fellows at breakfast said um you know i can help you do something about that if you really want to make a change and it was a it was like the kind of question you need in a accountability setting but it sort of set me back at first because i felt like well if i say i don't want to do anything about it (laughs) then i'm basically saying i kind of like living this way right but i'm not sure what you're going to tell me to do about it um but his 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 i mean in a nutshell his charge to me was you need to make sure that you're in community with guys um you need to have a group of guys that you can share your struggles with that you can call them any day twice a day five times a day whatever you need to do um and, to, and just have men on your team that can help speak into your life help you lessen the anxiety um he said you know it's, you can call it seal team six you can call it your board of directors um it doesn't really matter what you call it, but you need to start, you know, find three or four guys that are, you know, what he said, healthy <laughs> and, and just share your struggle and ask him if you can call him, talk to him, um, you know, regularly. Yeah. And so that's what I've done. That's what I've started to do. I've, I've got, uh, I mean, what really helped was just, just sharing my struggle out loud. So I talked to Jerry, you know, I've got, I've got probably half a dozen guys and I could get more. Um, but that, that I just said, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And it was amazing is how many of them related to it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, um, and it was also amazing how much God used them just in the sharing of the burden to help lessen my anxiety and my fear. Um, so knowing, so I'm in this kind of good spot right now where I'm feeling like I'm seeing God work in things that were making me anxious. Um, but there's also this, like, when's the other shoe going to drop? When, what's the next big challenge? 
And so I'm trying to um, assemble that team and, and, and be in community with these guys in ways so that when the next storm comes, it's just automatic. It's just natural for me to reach out and say, Hey, help, help me see this Mm -hmm. the way God would help me not see this the way I'm imagining it (laughs) to go. Um, So one of the nagging questions I've had is why does scripture or, you know, key verses, um, why don't they always comfort me the way I think they should? Hmm. Um, you know, like Philippians four, six, and seven, like I have that burned on my brain. Um, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with, by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace, which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I mean, how much more, I mean, not that we're looking for the easy button or formula, but I mean, it's all there right there. Right. Uh, I want the peace that passes understanding. Like, yes. Um, more Lord. <laughs> yeah. More, more of that, please. And so, but why, but in some days it'll be everything I need, but other days it's like, well, yeah, I've done, I've done, I've been here before and yeah. this isn't really doing it for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got some help with this, I think, and I'm, I'm going through Brian Tomes, um, devotional move and it's really good if you haven't, if, if you haven't seen, I'm sure you have Jerry, but, um, it's like a 70 day, uh, devotional. It's very short, but, and it's just themed and I'm not hitting every day, but, um, but but actually, like on day six, um, there was a, a a whole passage about um, basically being God's son, and uh, Brian actually shares that he's he was adopted, and like not spiritually, but <laughs> but he's his he's adopted uh, in his family, and he shares about some of the parallels with that. And this was helpful insight to me. Um, so I'm just going to read a little, a little bit of this. Um, despite the fact that I had been adopted, I was still living like an orphan. And I suspect many of you continue to do the same thing today, long after leaving your parents' houses. So it took me a minute to figure out what he was talking about. But he kind of shifts from physical adoption to spiritual adoption. He says, the orphan mindset is one of emotional, intellectual, and spiritual slavery. We don't feel free to enjoy life even when we are doing well. We become a slave to our perceived reality. And then he lists some things that can be true of orphans. Um, orphans don't think anyone or anything else is there to backstop them or to, to, to protect them or to rescue them. Orphans are protective of their stuff because there's only so much to go around. Orphans are jealous of and or bitter toward those who have more. Orphans believe that the only source of provision in our lives is our own efforts. Mm. Um, Orphans often build a successful American life with many accomplishments and digits in their bank account, but what is lacking is a joy-filled relationship with God. This kind of relationship that recognizes the blessings that he's given to us, the kind of relationship that makes us feel secure and reminds us that there is an inheritance coming our way in the future, one we haven't had to earn. Do you want to break the orphan mindset and the enslavement it brings 
if you have been adopted into God's family, you are his son. Mm-hmm. You can be so close to him that you call him daddy while resting in the strength that he has to cover your back and bring you blessings you haven't worked for. Um, so that's kind of what I've realized. Well, what really hit me was that he has a phrase in a prayer at the end where he says, you know, this is a prayer that he's written out praying. He says, I'm sorry, Lord, for thinking so little of your ability to take care of me. Hmm. And that just hit me, you know, that, I mean, what, what happens when I'm sort of spinning with fear and anxiety is that it's all, a lot of it is between the ears. I'm, I look normal outside, yeah. but inside I'm just spinning in my head. Yeah. And a lot of it just, you know, revolves around the fact that I'm trying to solve all my problems on my own. Mm. I'm trying to do it all. I'm, I'm acting like, I'm acting like an orphan who doesn't have a dad who's taking care of him. Mm-hmm. And, and so what, so my challenge to myself, I guess, is, um, I'm, my, my takeaway is that I'm trying to live intentionally and live in community. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, you know, take the power out of the fear by admitting it out loud to others. Um, and, uh, recognizing that, that I need others to help speak truth and see things more clearly than, than I do. You know, God can do anything on his own, but oftentimes he uses others to help do the, the renewing of the mind that it talks about in Romans 12, you know, um, so, um, hmm. I guess my, my, my journey is, you know, I lost my physical dad 25 years ago and that really kind of, I think, um, it did something in me to where I felt vulnerable. It felt like an orphan in a way, even though I got great memories, great family. And, but my spiritual dad has always been there. He's taking care of me, but um, if I forget that I can really head down the wrong path. And so that's my, that's my journey and that's what I'm working towards. And I thought, hope that maybe just, you know, it's not all figured out. That's for sure. But, um, sharing some of that would be helpful. Yeah. So. Thank you, Brad. No, it's really good. And, you know, you know, obviously, and I, I made, I've got a half a page of notes on this and, you know, obviously, obviously you and I, I'm obviously not trained. Um, so we're not talking about, you know, as Brad's, you're unpacking this, you're not talking about like a, a medically uh, diagnosed um, anxiety, anxiety where you're just, you're just feeling anxious about, you know, just, you just wake up and you're anxious. Yours, right. what I'm choosing to hear is yours is tied to specific things about yourself and your business um, or your family life. And so, you know, things that, that might, might be, might be within more within our control. When I say our control, um, things that God wants us to physically do. And so, you know, your action steps of getting in community, like there's a bunch of healthy ingredients that I think you shared this morning. One is, uh, getting, get into a healthy community where you can be transparent and vulnerable, like where you can speak it. So, um, you know, a lot of us uh, that have become friends over the years where, you know, I feel like you're a safe friend that I can speak out loud, Brad, and you're going to accept me. Um, and you have permission to challenge me on things that I'm speaking as well. But I, I, I think a big piece for me this morning is get it out of your mouth, ma- get it out of your head, get, you know, get it out of your mouth and, 
take that there's i don't know how it all works spiritually but it seems like it takes power away from the enemy as well when you activate friends and um in the body of christ um that's yeah, really good and it it is you know this these times you know like covid uh as you and i were just talking about the market conditions like these are tough times this is this is this is a really tough season um, and so you sprinkle in college, you know, your kids going to college and debt and running a business. And there's just so many ingredients to this. It's like, wow, it's just too much. It's just it's just too much. So I think I think this is a very appropriate topic um, that a lot of us are experiencing. Um, and it's it's hard. So I appreciate yeah. I appreciate your vulnerability and your transparency. I, again, I think speaking it and normalizing the conversation right i think that's um right it's really really important so well i think you know the one thing i'll just say when you said you're not sure how it works spiritually i don't know either but i think what it is i, I was just hit me when you said that is like if i say it out loud to somebody and say you know i'm really struggling with this this is my i need help yes get, seeing this right it's it's an act of of worship in the sense that you're saying i'm not enough in and of myself right if I, if if i'm trying to solve it all on my own then i don't need god well obviously i do because i'm not doing too good at it but once yeah. i speak it it's the, the power that comes out of it is because you're admitting i'm i'm not god but i need god right and i need you to help me see him in it and i think that's that's where god wants us to be unfortunately in some ways but no i'm i'm kidding obviously he good doesn't. Love it. Yep. I'm not God, but I need God. That's a, that's a great reminder for me this morning as well. All right. Sensitive the time here. Uh, pray us into the rest of our Tuesday, my friend. Yes, Lord. Um, we don't know what today will bring. And for some of us, just the way we're wired, that can uh, add excitement and um, anticipation. And for some of us at times that can add anxiety and fear and i just pray that you would um be the lord of all of us and meet us right where we are and for those of us that are challenged by fear and anxiety that you would um use others um in our lives and just show us that you're our dad and that you are here to take care of us and that there's nothing we can't do with you um so i just pray that for a blessing for the day and pray all this in your name amen Amen. Well done, Brad. Love you, buddy. Have a great day.